Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Pulp Hockey Show with Ray Ferraro and Steve Mathis. Support the show by clicking the Amazon banner on PulpHockey.com before shopping. Follow the show on Twitter at Pulp Hockey. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Pulp Hockey Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the shows and checking them out on Stitcher, iTunes, pulphockey.com, wherever you get uh, your podcast from. Playoffs are here. World Championships are starting up, and uh, let's get right into this. With me on the line, as usual, the real expert of this show, uh, longtime NHL TSN color analyst, Ray Ferraro. What's up, Ray? I am uh, enjoying a beautiful day in Vancouver. I have got... Uh about four days at home left before I go to the World Championships in Denmark, and um, so just kind of, kind of hanging out, watching the games, and uh, you know, like everybody else, still trying to get your head around a game seven that was—I don't know if it was a great game seven, but it was wild early. It was kind of bad that made it good. <laughs> you, you know, like it, there was nothing really. Oh, it was bad. You know, like there was nothing you could go, oh, that was a really crisply well-played game. Yet, you know, it was one, you know, yeah. when it went one nothing, one one two one two two. you're like, oh, yeah, this might be fun, you know? It was... Uh, it turned out for you Leaf guys, it wasn't wasn't fun all night. It was 4-3 with 20 minutes to go. It was 4-3, and it somehow, somehow it ended up 7-4. Well, oh. I mean, there's so much, so much to talk about about the game, and... You know, of course, there's lots, lots to discuss about Jake Gardner or Freddie Anderson, and but you know, Freddie Anderson, I don't know if he was worse than Tuka Rask, right? Because I thought they were both bad. <laughs> it's just that Boston had, I think Boston had more shots, so there was more opportunity to give up a yeah. goal than for Anderson because Rask was no good last night. Like they outscored his terrible play. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it was. I thought Freddie found his game there late in the second, halfway through the second. He made some good yep. saves positionally. He looked really good on a couple of opportunities. But you know, people are dumping on Gardner, and sure, he was minus five, and that's well, sucks. they should though because he yeah. was brutal. Yeah, it's a bad time to come up small. It's like saying, you know what? Oh, he had a great season, and in the Super Bowl, he sucked. It's yeah. kind of what happened. Yeah, like he, you know, the first goal he gave the puck away. Uh, the DeBrus goal, he got beaten out wide. I don't know what he. Well, what was going on with that? Do you think what was happening in that DeBrus well, he, goal? He get, well, I think he. So with the DeBrus goal, I think he got caught uh, with a bad gap. So mm-hmm. he was he didn't have enough space to catch up to DeBrus's speed, and so he turned to the middle to try and, you know, to try and turn and then cut him off at the pass. Yep. If he would have left his stick on the ice, mm-hmm. he would have poked the puck away. Yep. However, right at the end, he decided to make a hit. And as he made the hit, the brusque delivered the puck. Yeah, I mean it was. Um, he couldn't have played it any worse. No, put it no. that way. He was told. And then yeah. Go it, ahead. it could have been that bad if Anderson would have stopped the puck. Then it would have been like, wow, what was Gardner doing? Mm-hmm. But it ended up in the net. And then, of course, on the next one, there's four of them kind of swimming around down there. And oh, gee, we'll leave David Pasternak open. Yeah, up here and see how that turns out. On on the Bergeron goal, did uh, I forgot who shot it? Did he mean to miss the net and bounce it off? Yes, 
the way the way he if you look his head's up yep. and he shoots it almost in a straight line to the end board. <sighs> and, yeah. Uh Bergeron beats Placanitz on the far side, but there's I mean it's easy to blame Placanitz there, but there's no way that you would think that that was the play going on. Uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I was debating it. You know, I'm like, is he, this? Yeah. He thinks he thinks he's on the right side of Bergeron. Yeah, which he is until the puck hits the board, <laughs> right. and then he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, as a Leaf fan, I, look, Gardner sure wasn't good. Freddie wasn't good, but just the whole team, like whatever. Like they weren't the better team. They the, they were the better team for four or five periods of, of seven games. Literally. Right. The, yeah. the right the right team or the team that deserved to win won. Yeah. Uh doesn't make it any easier because you get the game seven and you're you know, and as you say, you're twenty minutes away from Right. From a chance to go against Tampa and they could have beaten Tampa. Yes. Like I really think they could have. Yep. However, the under the greatest pressure your your weaknesses get more greatly exposed. Mm-hmm. And under the pressure of Game 7, something we and everybody else talked about all year was that their defense wasn't good enough. And as it turned out, their defense wasn't good enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so, like, it's no accident. We talked about it for 180 days of the regular season. And so it shouldn't be a surprise that at the, you know, at the, yeah. the pinnacle pin- of the season yeah. – they the defense couldn't hold together. And so, you know, you that's from the defensive side. Up front, you know, I mean they I think there is room on my team, not I think. I know there's room on my team for Connor Brown mm-hmm. and for Zach Hyman. As a as a centerman, I would have loved to have played with Hyman. I think I think I would have had great success with him. But they shouldn't be Matthews wingers. Mm-hmm. David Pasternak goes on the ice every shift with you know, they're the same age, roughly. Mm-hmm. He goes on the ice every shift with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I thought that was a far too conservative approach, and it's been one that's, you know, plagued Mike Babcock at times. Well, look at look at Austin Matthews' minutes all year long. You look at his yeah. second power play unit. I don't... Nick Kiprios, well, yeah, your buddy Nick Kiprios. Somebody Kiprios. told me a story today. Uh, yeah. He was 38 in centers. In minutes. Was he, he really? He less per game than Nick Schmaltz. Yeah. Yeah. No. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Nick Kiprios, uh, your buddy reported that there's tension between Matthews and Babcock today. I don't know how much to read into that and, and all that. And Matthews is, was over it. But, I mean, two points in the series, I think. Two, three points, maybe. One goal, two assists. Yeah. Well, one. but but the thing is, so he, he didn't have a great series. And there's lots of people yesterday on Twitter were just all over him. And you can be disappointed in his in his performance because he's one of the better players in the league but there are lots of great players you can go through almost gr- any great player that people were trying to fire up into into the twitter sphere right and you can find earlier in their career where they came up and fell flat on their face in a playoff series. absolutely you're right like yep. as everybody is everybody is patting Mitch Marner on the back right now remember what his first playoff series looked like mhm yeah, last year he was a non-factor. Matthews had an excellent series. He wasn't very good this time around. Like it, it happened. Yep. It also it doesn't help him as I just spoke about that he's on with players that are limited as to this of what they can do offensively. They're just limited. Yeah. And it's not that they're not good players. They're both excellent second and third line players in my mind, both of them. But they should not be playing with Austin Matthews. He needs somebody to help 
create. Yeah. With. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't play they don't play Patrice Bergeron um with David Backus. They don't play Brad Marchand with Riley Nash. Yeah. They did when Bergeron was hurt. Yeah. But the millisecond Bergeron was back, guess who's back together? What you you've got to be a threat. You you and and I thought, you know, so Matthews is out there, he's against Chara mm-hmm. and he's got Brown and Hyman and I'm like, how's it gonna happen? But also in that series, you know, there was if there was any doubt about Tyler Bozak, you know, they're not going to bring him back. Mm-hmm. He became, you know, he became an afterthought in the series. Kadri didn't, you know, Kadri's biggest mark was getting suspended. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, so there's a lot to go along when you fall that short, you know, like that close, you know, there's a lot to examine. JVR outside of the game five goal. That was a big, but upon the power play, yep. of course, not, not even strength on the power play. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. now, yeah. and so, you bring up his name, and so that kind of can be a transition point into, okay, it's happened, now what? And this is a really complicated summer for, uh, for the Maple Leafs. And the first decision is what happens with Lou Lamarillo. Mm-hmm. So if Lamarillo comes back, then does Mark Hunter and or Kyle Dubas leave for greener pastures, like something where they can be a manager? Or does Lamarillo leave and they pick either Dubas or Hunter and the other one leaves and to, and to say that, Oh, that doesn't matter. They'll figure it out. It does matter. It does matter. Mark Hunter did a, has done a tremendous job building the prospect pool. Dubas has done an outstanding job building the Marlies in the way that they promote or the way that they develop and produce kids that are ready to play. Um, Lamarillo was there and, as much as anything, he keeps Bab- Babcock in check. So if that whole dynamic changes, then everything changes. So that's number one. Number two is you have the immediacy of decisions between now and June 15th or 20th mm-hmm. of JVR, Leo Komarov, Tyler Bozak, and William Nylander. Mm-hmm. Nylander's a restricted free agent. Yep. So they have to decide. Like, what, what are you going to do? Yep. So Nylander can be put under the back burner by qualifying him, which they'll do. They'll qualify off for him, and then they can negotiate. But the other three, you've got a decision. So if JVR leaves, let's just say that we'll play the JVR gone game. How do you replace those 35 goals? Yeah, Where do they come well, from? Yeah. You can't say, oh, Andreas Johnson, what a great prospect. <laughs> Kid's a seventh-round pick, and he's played 10 NHL yeah. games. Kapanen, same thing. He's not He's not. Same thing. They're, they're, not, yeah. they're not ready for that, They're not, and they may – and likely, in my opinion, won't ever get to that. Mm-hmm. But that those are just parts of the decisions. The right side of their defense is a train wreck. Oh, you know, I was they, so Ron scared. Ainsley, <laughs> Ron Ainsley's 38. They played him like, you know, they played him a thousand minutes too many this year. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's gas. So he should be in their bottom two pairs. If he's on their top pair last year, next year, then they got a problem. They've, they've got to hope that they find Nikita Zaitsev from two years ago, mm-hmm. not the one from this year. And that leaves Roman Polak. So that is, that's the right side of your defense. You're not going to win with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I was scared shitless when, when Morgan Riley went out of the game. I'm like, please tell me he comes back. Please tell me he comes back. 
So. How about that? How do you think that felt? Oh. So you get a puck in the mouth, you get stitched up, and, you know, I don't know what what his teeth situation is, but it can't be great. Probably not good, and, right. And then you lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a sense on how this is going to play out management-wise? Do you have a feel? You've been around the team a lot. Do you, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, no, you know what, they like everything with – with Lamarillos around, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got a better chance of, you know, getting a bank code from somebody. Yeah. Do you, um, so I don't. Yeah. Um, I would I mean, you would you bridge good. would you bridge Nylander or long term? Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Well, um, and the, I, I would bridge him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it co- um, maybe it costs you in the end, but for now, let's just right. Just. To make sure what I got, yeah. if I don't already feel that, you know, like as far as a, mm-hmm. you know, but there's another way, you know, in between a bridge and a seven-year deal, you can, you know, would he sign a four-year deal? Right. Would it be five years? Like, there's different ways to explore it, but I don't, you know, what if what if both Matthews and Marner say to them, because they can they can both negotiate this summer, yeah. right? Everybody signs their extensions a year early. Mm-hmm. What if they both say, uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll wait a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they can. So yeah. now what? Yeah. Yeah. Now what do you do? Right, you know, like you're dealing in the unknown or dealing with. Gee, I hope the cap goes up is a bad plan. <laughs> what if they all get together, Ala LeBron and his guys, and are like, what if they all three get together and be like, hey, we're doing this? Uh, who knows? Uh, they you could. Know? Yep. It would be. It, they could, but it would be very unhockey like. True. You're right about that. It would be unhockey like, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, but why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like. Okay, but if you're so you're Austin Matthews, no matter what they what they come to you with, I'm standing there with a picture of Jack Eichel. Yeah. And I say this is where we start. Yeah. So until you get here, there's no discussion to be had. Yeah, yeah, no. That's eighty million. Absolutely, and, and and I would go more than Jack Eichel. His stats are better, you know. No, but I'm yep. saying like that. That yep. the picture is. Yeah, yeah. For this is where we're starting. Yeah. Not yeah. where we're finishing. Not no. whether you think there's a hometown <laughs> discount or any. Yeah. Anything like that? None of that. And yeah. if you're Marner, are you saying, like, the template of Drysital and uh, McDavid? Doesn't seem too crazy, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Although I read today that Matthews was their best player games one through eighty-two, and he was great. But I, Matthews was was better. Injuries derailed him. But give me Austin Matthews every day over Who Mitch was better Marner. one through eighty-two. Marner. Who said that? <laughs> Elliot Friedman on his thirty-one thoughts call. Really? Did he did he miss the the game till December? I don't know. I I, I just he had two goals in December. I know. <laughs> so I don't buy it. Yeah. I mean, that's Elliot's opinion, and yeah. everybody's opinion is different. But it's just like Don Cherry talking about um, Freddie Anderson's the best goalie in the world. <laughs> did he really say that? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> not not in Game Seven. No, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, so I, I can't. Everybody's got their own opinion, I guess. Oh. Is my point, but I would never. No. I mean, Marner wasn't the best player one through eighty-two. I, no. I don't. No, I agree. I, I I remember when he had two goals, and I was wondering, oh my gosh, what are they going to do with this guy? Right, because he's become a non-factor, and then all of a sudden, bam, he was amazing. Um, 
going back to the to the the line mates for for Austin Matthews, why do you think there's reluctance to put Marner up there to to load up? Look, the Willie, I, I get moving Nylander off. It wasn't working. They got bombed out. You know, I get that. You move them around. That's fine. But there has been a reluctance from Babcock to do that because. Well, I, I think yeah. it's because he's looking for one guy to drive each line. Yeah. Because and, and I I understand that, but. Can we talk? Can we talk about Boston's number one line and how effing good they are and how they scared the crap out of me every single time they were on the ice? Yeah, but then you then you need David Krejci. Yeah, and oh yeah, by the way, their second line that was Jake DeBrusque. Yeah. So you know he probably doesn't feel that if they have Matthews and Marner together mm-hmm. that that they have that um, you know they have that depth of attack. You know, yeah, I yeah. I don't know that they don't, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it's I would have at least explored it. Because that number one line for the Bruins, I mean, give me a break. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. There's it's, not many, there's not many lines that are better. That's for sure. Oh, as a guy that was watching for the Leafs, I just David Pasternak can can, can, can go to hell. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, <laughs> a lot of teams shaking their head at David Pasternak. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, he went in the late twenties, right? And oh. You know, I remember the first time I saw him, which was in Ufa, or I'm sorry, in Malmo in the World Junior Tournament. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this kid is good. Yeah. I wonder, you know, I wonder who he is. Right. You know, because right. you don't see them beforehand. And, he, you know, he was mm. he was noticeable right away. And, I mean, the, the goal he scored last night was so slick. Oh, and, you know, goodness. he gets uh, an extra couple of feet of room. And, oh, look at that. Yeah. He's, he's left Freddie, you know, as. As the great Howie Meeker used to say, fishing for nickels. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, uh, let's get on to our second-round predictions here. We can talk more Leafs later. I'm sure I'll bring it up a time or two. Uh, it hurts. This one does not hurt as much as the other Game 7, though. That was crushing. This one was... Yeah, but look, yeah. At, the, look at the team difference. They're in way better shape. Yeah. Look at those two lineups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and so it's... Um, the, the biggest disappointment, of course, is that you're sitting right there. You've got a lead with 20 minutes left, and yeah. and a team that you can compete with in the next round, and it's all gone. Yeah, um, I went to Game Five in Boston. We were texting a little bit. I loved it. Yep, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, it was maybe the most intense game I've ever been to. I had really good seats, and I'm really happy I went. It was awesome. It was definitely a, like a life highlight to go there. It was that good. It was that intense, man. Yep. So. It is uh, that place can uh, yeah. that place can have an edge in a hurry. Can't oh it? yeah. So where do you stand on Rene Rancourt? Where do you stand on this guy? I finally got to see him in person, and I'm telling you, Ray. Every t- I'm just like you're a cheese ball. All, my whole life I've been like, just sing the anthem and get off the ice. And I'm there, and people are like, he's going for three. He's going for four. His stupid fist pumps. Just give me a break, yeah. Rene Rancourt. Just give me a break. Well, we used to. When he'd come out, like, you know, yeah. I mean, this is back to when I was in Hartford. We used to yell, hurry up, <laughs> you know, get yeah. off the ice. And, Dude. like, you know, what he's doing is fist pumping. Uh, and, you know, like, give me so, a break. but he's, he's kind of a cartoon character, but he's their cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, I guess. You know, so, right. like, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. he's been there forever, and this is his last year. And Oh, it's his last um, year? Oh, I did not know this. Yeah. Oh, you know, and so I, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not like uh, it's it's not like it's uh, every note is on key. I was uh, 
that was but he's I, just he's Boston's thing, you know, like he's oh. it's it's Boston's tradition. Sing the anthem, get off the ice, Renee. That's all I got. I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, Move it along. <laughs> I was that was my I was sitting right there, face off dot his entrance to and from the rink and. Give me a break. All right. Uh, first round predictions. I, I kept track of these this year. Ray, you got seven out of eight, and I scored a five out of eight. It's almost like you know more than hockey about hockey than me. It, it, it should be, just as it should be. <laughs> now, the one that I was wrong on was Columbus, I believe. Yep, right? yep, Washington, Columbus. And I, and I yeah, picked two Caps. Nothing so. lead and the, two nothing lead, and the Jackets let me down. They did. They, and they, and I, that didn't even go. That didn't even go seven, you know? Like No, they, they, they got that uh, that turned south in a hurry on them. <laughs> Did it but ever. I'll take seven out of eight because I've, I've had a lot of years that have yeah. not been anywhere near as good. Yeah, yeah, no, nice job on that, I got to say. So, uh, all right, let's go to second round. So, in two hours, I will be at the opener for the Knights. I'm also broke in related and not related news. Or related news, I am broke now for buying tickets for yeah. this series. So now, I got a question. So, yeah. in the opening round, the Knight slayed the king yeah so now are they going to have a knight with a fishing line or what's going to happen no that's the same thing that's happened every game every game the same thing happens a guy comes out with the flag of the other team and you know the other guy oh so it's not going to be like a shark no it won't be a shark it'll be a dude with the shark's flag and dressed in black and then the knight slays them it's no see i think they should have a shark <laughs> right that'd be great <laughs> like you know the shark from saturday Night live when the one that would eat yeah. people through the door <laughs> yeah land shark right land shark. shark. <laughs> so I to eat a land shark uh so anyways i'll be going to that game tonight and uh, like i said awesome uh, it'll be fun it'll be great um so let's start with that series all right so vegas uh 3-0-1 in the regular season i was at i think uh both of the games when they came here uh, and watched them. I never worried about the the Sharks beating the Knights. I remember that. They handled them pretty good. Joe Thornton should be back, maybe game three, maybe game four. Uh, Sharks offense is rolling. Knights are not. This is the revenge series for Ryan Carpenter. <laughs> um, other, oh, yeah. <laughs> other than that, what do you got? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I pick San Jose to win this series. Um, I think Evander Kane has changed their team. Um, they've got a motivated, hungry player who is a true power forward. Now, there are times when he's not that. You know, he's not motivated. He's not hungry. Mm-hmm. He kind of fades away into the background. I don't think that's the case. Um, San Jose's goalie, Martin Jones, played every bit as good as Marc-Andre Fleury's brilliance in the first round. Yeah. Um, I think... You know, the the record notwithstanding, I think San Jose is a better team than when they played earlier in the year. So I, I picked San Jose. I don't necessarily love my pick, mm-hmm. but but I I picked them. I, I do think that <clears throat> at some point uh, it, it's going to be really hard for us to, to get our head around that Vegas played so perfectly. Yeah. It's going to be hard for them to do that again. Yeah. And I think San Jose is good enough to beat them. And let's not forget, like, Vegas did sweep them, but it wasn't exactly a barrage of goals by the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, it was it was not a lot of goals scored, and San Jose did score yeah. a lot. So San Jose, um, you know, their power play is really good um, and can be really good. Pavelski mm-hmm. and Burns and Kane and Couture, I mean, they, they run the same guys pretty hard. Um, I think tonight is going to be fast and sloppy. Mm-hmm. And so it... It's a bit of a toss-up, coin toss yeah. today. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I, I, I don't think any of these series are short. 
I think they're all long series, but um, I got San Jose tonight. Do you say sloppy because of the time off for both teams? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I think it'll be fast and physical and be a lot of ten foot passes that should be made that aren't. <laughs> Um, and what about Thornton coming back? I mean, look, we're going to read about this inspirational jolt to the Sharks lineup. But he's forty years old. He's not, well, he wasn't fast before. Now he's coming back from another. I mean, is this for no, real? He becomes, he becomes a fourth round or a fourth line player for them, who's fabulous still on the power play because he can pass the puck. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I can't imagine him making a huge impact on the series at five on five. Okay. When you rehab and come back, mm-hmm. the first little bit you're fine, mm-hmm. and then you just can't keep up. You know, you need more time. And I, I don't know. I I think Joe is a, will still be a dangerous feature on the power play, but it's it you know it's not like it used to be. Right, right, right. So you got sharks. I got sharks. Yeah. Uh, I got to break this to my wife when she tells me who you pick. Sharks and six. Oh boy. Um, okay, next series. This should be the best series of the second round. I'm sorry. Uh, I absolutely agree. Winnipeg Jets, Nashville Predators. Preds were 3-1. You agree with yourself? Well, I'm just saying like people are going to get on me for, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe they get their own team or whatever. But this is the best series. Right. Yeah. No, it, I, these, are, these are two heavyweights. Uh, I mean, they're just a, it should be a great series. The goaltending will be fantastic. Preds were 3-1-1 in the regular series season versus the Jets. But Nashville, you know, beat them in the in the, in the division. So, uh, what do you like? What do you what do you what do you look at when you think of this? See, I don't I don't care about who won the division necessarily. Okay. Only in that it gives Nashville an extra home game. Mm-hmm. But um, in the regular season, of course, you play thirty other teams. There's travel. There's you know, you play teams with a regular schedules. Everybody gets the same slop. But you might get a great team on a bad night because they're tired. You might get a team that's lost five in a row, and you beat them again, and then you're, you know, the other team gets them when they've won four in a row. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, I don't know that that really tells us a lot. I mean, it gives us a lot of data for how they've played and how yeah. they've scored and how they've defended, but nose to nose is really what matters. And you know, I'm picking Nashville in this series, and the reason I am is that you know Winnipeg has virtually no playoff experience. And and I I don't know how much it matters, but I think it does matter a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I think right now two fantastic teams. I think the two best teams. Yep. And in in ten or twelve days, somebody's going to be out. Yeah, which is well. I wanted to ask you about the playoff format. We got a question about that. We'll get to the end uh, and talk ask you about that. But uh, it'll be it'll be a good one, man. The games that I watched in the regular season were fast and fun and up and down and. Yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, we have a little bit of a spoiler uh, for the uh, third straight year. Capitals and Penguins are meeting. Washington is up one nothing in the second as we record this. I hope this doesn't sway your, your pick, uh, Ray. No. But um, uh, what do you like? I took Washington in this series, and um, the reason I did was the, the Pens aren't the team they were a couple of years ago, and even last year, you know, which is – a pretty high bar, of course, because mm-hmm. it's a couple yeah. of years. But, you know, they got Matt Murray in goal, and that's it. You know, they have no backboard because they have two really young kids to, to go in behind them. I don't think their defense is anywhere near as good as what it was in the past. 
Um, you know, before those parts seem to just fit together so well. I don't think that's the case this year. And um, even though Latang is back, um, Malkin it, it just is, doesn't yeah, seem, Malkin's out to start the opening. Sol- yeah, yep. yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about the defense. Yep. So it doesn't, you know, like Malkin is a different story because they, they got a break tonight. He's not playing. Seems like he's going to play game two, maybe not. So I, I just, I think it's too easy to look by Washington again. Uh, because this is the year that nobody has any expectation for them. Mm-hmm. None. Like if, if yeah. they would have lost the first round, everyone would have said, "Oh yeah, it's just the Caps." <laughs> but they won, and, and so now they, here they are again. And nobody thinks they can win, or nobody really out loud thinks they can win. And I think we, I think, I think we look past them, and, and it's dangerous to those that look past them. I, you know, hope he had a brutal year. Down mm-hmm. to about a nine oh seven save percentage, um, yet he came in and was really good against Columbus. Yeah. Now what are we halfway through game one and he's got a shutout? Yep. So, OV, know, maybe it's their time. Ov five goals in the first round. Sid was on fire too, but Ov looks good. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I pick Washington too. I just uh, because this is I've seen this so many times where people write them off, you know, and I I don't know how. I know they got Crosby, and I know they got Malkin, although he's hurt. But I always, I think they're still, you know, a better than their parts. Pittsburgh is always, you know, like I just, I don't know how they. Yeah, know. they, you know, I mean, they get Connor Sherry and Jake Gensel and Brian Rust, and yeah, all these guys seem to fill and score big role, big goals for them. And last year it was Brian Dumoulin and Ron Hainsey, and you're like, well, other teams have guys like that. Yeah, but how come it doesn't work the same? Yeah, and maybe it's because. Around those parts, they have Crosby and Malkin and Cavalier. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, why doesn't Connor Brown? Go, why didn't Connor Brown go and score six goals in the first round? Right? Like, right. <laughs> it doesn't it just doesn't yeah. work. Um, no. Uh, all right. So you got Washington uh, goes far, goes yeah. long, or what do you think? Uh, this is seven games. Okay. All right. Um, they not, get, yeah, I get the extra home game. All right. Tampa Bay, Boston. Bruins won three or four. Uh, I will absolutely. By the way, sorry, I want to back up just one okay. second. Could you imagine if that went to Game Seven? There's Washington at home in Game Seven again. No, no, I can't. Um, yeah, it's they've lost just about every which way you could to the Penguins. Oh, like, however you want to do. Yeah. yeah, they've lost even when they don't play. <laughs> right, right. Um, Tampa Bay, Boston. After watching this Bruins series, I will take Tampa Bay. Tuka Rask was not good. The first line does scare the crap out of me, but I will go Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I really like Boston, though. Like, this is a hard one for me. I, I don't like the way Tampa defends. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be the pick I feel most uneasy about. Oh, okay. Maybe it's because yeah. uh, Boston's good. But, um, you know, I thought when they got Ryan McDonough that they would really, you know, their defense would really come together, and it, and it just hasn't. Um, I think Tampa's really good. I think they're deep, and I think they'll – There'll be a speed problem for Boston at some point, mm-hmm. but Boston can match just about any way you want to play. Um, but I'm somehow, as I said earlier, they got by Tuka Rask's game, and I don't know that they can if he plays like that again. Right, right. Yeah, they showed some of his playoff numbers, and this just in, not that good. You no. know, um, he um, he is. There's been some nights when you know. Don't forget, they won the cup, and Tim Thomas was the goalie, not him. Yep. Um, all right, so you like uh, – who do you like? Do you like Tampa Bay? I like Tampa. Yeah. 
All right. You were kind of waffling talking about how good Boston was <laughs> for a second there. That's why that's why I don't love this pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh don't you feel it's it's early and lots could happen, but don't you feel the winner of Washington Pittsburgh and the winner of Winnipeg Nashville is going to be your cup final? You see, I, I don't no. ever get that far. Okay. The reason I don't is because what if what if a team gets through? Like what if Winnipeg gets through and Shifley or Wheeler or both are hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they they get hurt in the last game and then you're, you know, they're not even really the same team. You got to wait to see what it looks like. But you know, I I could easily see a Nashville Tampa, which is what I picked. Uh, you know, I, I I'm confident that 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 can still happen. Yeah, but there's man, they they yep. still got to win eight games each to get there. Yeah, it's a long long way away, right? All right, let's uh, let's take some Twitter questions from people here. Uh, Paul Pocky yep. podcast show. Before we do that, let's uh, let's do a little read. Look, it's uh, it's April twenty sixth, so it's pretty much watercraft time. And with such a limited time to enjoy your watercraft up there in uh, Canada, don't waste any of it worrying about how to protect your property in the event of accident or theft. Let Wyatt Dowling ensure you are properly covered. AllPointsInsurance.ca three year new model replacement, all risk agreed value protection, claims paid without depreciation. AllPointsInsurance.ca. Check out your watercraft. Make sure it's safe. You should be hitting it pretty soon, April 26th. So. Um, Beautiful day today, man. You could be out on the water easily today. It is 90s now here in Vegas. It is officially yeah, well, here. This is the part of the year where I start to be glad I'm not there. <laughs> right, really, right. All right, some some Twitter questions here from people. Uh, I can't even say this guy's last name. but It's at JimmyHotSauce18. Uh, I once heard that Pat Quinn waited 12 years to get revenge on a player. Ray, have you ever done anything like that or know someone who has? No, I mean, what was I going to do to anybody anyway? <laughs> there's, a, there's a story that Pat Quinn, uh, Stan Makita, I believe, he, 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 Makita stuck him uh, in a game and he waited and waited and waited and lined him up and said that was for 12 years ago, apparently. Or something. Well, the game was a little different then. There was, uh, there was certainly a little more frontier justice than there is now, that's for sure. Yeah. But no, for me, no, never like that. Uh, from Wendell Stash. I like that name. Um, by the way, Ray, I thank you for watching that Toronto Maple Leaf montage that Tim Thompson put out before the game. It's wonderfully done. Does it make you maybe like the Leafs a little bit more? No. Okay. Just checking. All right. The, uh, the one, my favorite part of that was my dad's favorite player uh, was Dave Keon. Uh-huh. And there's a great um, piece of video there. Uh, Keon is skiing through the middle of the ice. You just see him from the back, number mm-hmm. fourteen, mm-hmm. and it makes me think of my dad. I just—he's oh, such cool. a beautiful skater. My dad—I used to straight stick until I was twelve because Dave Keon did. Oh, really? And uh, yeah. oh, yeah, my dad. My dad loved the way he played. He just said, "You Ray, you're using a straight stick because Dave." Yeah, here's your, here's your stick. Right, right. And so it worked just fine. Right. Well, the, the Gilmore overtime against St. Louis, where he circles the net. Oh, that's so epic. And the camera shaking, you know, from Maple Leaf Gardens, you know, because everyone's just right. freaking out. Uh, well, there you go. You got a hundred years of team. You should be able to come up with seven minutes of video. <laughs> I knew this wouldn't go well if I started bringing up this montage at some point. All right, Wendell Stash says, uh, with the current FOIA format, we can assume there is a good chance uh, the Leafs will face the Bruins in the first round next year again. I don't know about that. Nah, but I but I saw it, and I I don't yeah. buy it because there's too many variables. You know, like too many. Too many things could go wrong. Like, what if the Bruins win the division? What if? Yeah, yeah. What if a couple of guys get hurt and you don't make the playoffs, or you make it as a wild card? Or mm-hmm. like, it's, to me, like, 
I, I can't even get get my head around. Oh, let's let's project out. Yeah. Or let's. Yeah. You know, what if this player was traded for that player? I can't do that. It's to me. It's just. It's yeah. I, I don't yeah, get into right. It. Uh, so, but but that leads to a bigger question about playoff format. And uh, I think we talked before one versus eight. What's something that we both like, both enjoy better? Uh, I, I like that better. Yeah. And you know what, though? I mean, there could be a year that you go one versus eight and you, <laughs> you end up with some matchup that, you know, I oh, wish this was later in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no guarantee you're going to end up with the best teams like this this year. Yep. But it is, and it becomes a talking point. Yep. Uh, ben says, uh, do you guys think Matthew's injury-prone season and weak playoff performance will affect his contract value this offseason? No. No, I'm with no, you on that. He's, 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 gonna, he's getting eight years and he's getting multiple millions per year. And so I don't, I don't even think it's a consideration. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree, right? It's, uh, like you said, just fill it out. Um, <clears throat> all right, from Bishop Villard, Isles need a new GM and coach. <laughs> I, if Ray was in charge, whom would he select for these spots? It's a dangerous question, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, who would you select? I mean, there's so many guys that are, you know, capable of mm-hmm. of of either spot, and you know, or do you do you want a veteran guy? Do you want a younger guy? Do you, does the guy have to have some experience, or would you go off the board and hire somebody that's not been a general manager before? Like, would you lean to somebody like Dean Lombardi, or would you think about somebody like Tom Fitzgerald, or would it be someone like Paul Fenton who is going to be interviewing if he hasn't already in Minnesota. Would you talk to Chuck Fletcher? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's so many that you could talk about. As far as coaches, um, I don't – I would talk to David Quinn. I would talk to Jim Montgomery. They're both college coaches. One's at Den- University of Denver. That's Montgomery. And mm-hmm. David Quinn's at, uh, at BU. Um, they're highly toted, touted. I would, I would talk to both of them. I would talk to Benoit Gru, who's done an outstanding job in Tampa's farm system. Um, you know, he coached a world junior team uh, before. I mean, that's just an example of three guys yeah. that maybe aren't high on the radar that I, I would want to talk to. I'm very surprised that Garth is keeping his job uh, with the new owners kind of in there and taking charge, and I'm very surprised. That's, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's one playoff win in – 25 years yeah. and yeah yes you know, guy on twitter said I you mean, always you don't d- even always... really have to go past that <laughs> guy on twitter said you always dump on them and you're like well here's the stats so uh it's not well you know. but the thing is I, I don't always dump on them it's like whenever i'm asked what am i supposed to say right, like what right. if they what if they lose to Varus this summer mm-hmm. yeah like, and i think it's really possible like i think it's really possible then what yeah yeah, because he's such a driver for Anders Lee and these guys. Like, you know, I mean, Anders Lee and, oh, yeah. you know, like he had a great year, but take away John Tavares and see how that goes. Like, right. It's not going to go. Right. So, but that's another, that's another thing that they have to, that they have to deal with, right? Like they have to, you know, that's another thing that slops onto the pile. You can say, oh, they're getting a new building. Yeah, three years from now. Yeah. And that's if everything goes well. What if you lose Tavares on top of the building? Like it's a mess, and it's gonna—it's got no clarity right now. So I'm really curious what they're gonna do. Uh, Kevin Sagan says, uh, "Question for Ray: 
What kind of curve did you use when you played? Did it change over the years? Thanks, guys. Love the show. No, I use the same curve all the time. It never um, never varied too much. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a heel curve. Um, had a little scoop on it. Not a big toe curve. I didn't feel like I could handle the puck very well with that. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, more of a more of a passer than a shooter stick. All right. Um, that's about it. We didn't get many questions this week. Not everybody's out doing their thing. Yeah, I don't that's think you. Okay, too. You know, and yeah. but. Now that the playoffs are on and your teams are eliminated or still in, now's the time to ask, see what uh, see what we do. Because guess what, we're not general. Or I'm not a general manager, but I get to rebuild the team in my head, which is kind of fun. <laughs> now you are off to Denmark for the World Championships. Um, yep. Who is is McDavid playing? I'm sorry, I'm out of the loop. Yes. Did he commit McDavid to it? McDavid is playing. Okay. Yep. Um, who's the goalies? Who's going for goalies? Do you know? As far as I know, uh, right now they only have Darcy Camper, and what they do is they wait. To see what the you know the teams that get eliminated in the mm-hmm. first round look like. Yeah. So, but now you look at the teams that are out. Uh, Jonathan Quicks from the U.S. Yeah. Um, John Gibson's from the U.S. I guess uh, Ryan Miller's from the U.S. Colorado doesn't have anybody that you're going to consider. Yeah, you would take yeah. Um, Bobrovsky's yeah, no, Russian. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody from Philly. No, there's not. Um, there's nobody from yeah. Philly. <laughs> so you know you're not you're not very far down the line here. Toronto. Now you've got Freddie Anderson. He'll be playing for Denmark. Yeah. And so, you know, like there's I, I don't know what they're doing in goal or they've by this point. Um, I don't know that they've gotten an answer from Cam Talbot yet, mm-hmm. but I I do believe that. Um, at this point, they've they've got a couple of guys on hold. Yeah, and and so in the next in the next couple of days, I think they'll they'll announce that. And you've told us on this show before you went uh, once or twice. You went a f- three three times. You you recommend it. I mean, obviously, look if you're injured, if it's been a long year, you know, I don't think any fan should get upset if a player says no thanks. No, no. There's injury. There is um, you know some guys uh, their wives are having babies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some guys are banged up. Like there's a whole bunch of reasons to to not go, but if you can and you're asked, I would highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Right. It's really cool to um, to meet and hang out with guys from other teams. It's I loved it. For you as a broadcaster, uh, it's kind of hard to break this thing down, right? Beforehand, like because you're not quite sure who's in and yeah, out. Well, you and, know what? It's going to be the same tournament as the Olympics, except Canada's going to be better. Right. 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 Um, you know, like that's, I mean, most of the teams are going to be almost identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swedes will be better. I get, you know what? I shouldn't say it's the same tournament. Yeah. The, um, that's, that's not correct. The, um, you know, the teams that can add NHL players, they'll certainly be better. Yeah. But a lot of the teams um, will have a lot of players that look very, very familiar from the Olympics. Like a core of the team we've already seen in Korea. Right. Last year, you said. Uh, well, you, you, last year you were a bit wonder, wondering, scratching your head, wondering why the Americans don't seem to have more buy-in from the program. I don't know how much you've looked at their roster. Do they have that this year? Yeah, you know what? I didn't even look yet. Okay. Steve, and um, I'm I'm hopeful that that the guys start to realize, hey, this is a cool event. Mm-hmm. But some of this is on USA Hockey. Like you've got to make sure that you're asking these guys to come for three weeks. You make sure that their families are looked after. You make sure you get them over there so they can enjoy part of the tournament too because you're asking guys to give up after a long year to give up a, a good chunk of their 
um, of their summer, of their early spring. Yeah. And I, I don't know in the past if USA Hockey's done a good enough job with that. Yeah. Hockey Canada has. Yep. And I think that's why they they've had better buy-in from them. Right. Uh, before we go, a couple news in, in the hockey world. Uh, you touched on it earlier. Uh, Chuck Fletcher from the Wild let go. Uh, pretty successful run. I was actually surprised when they, they it said the number of teams that made the playoffs in successful years, in successive years. The Wild were right in the mix with, with other guys. Uh, thoughts on that? Uh, well, I was surprised for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I the owner decides to make a change here because he expects more. Um, you know, he spent a lot of money on Parisi and Suter, and you can hang those signings on Fletcher, but the owner wanted those signings. And if the owner tells you to get it done, then you sign it, and then you you got to deal with everything after it, right? And mm-hmm. so I don't know that those signings have have really, you know, been the catalyst that they thought they were going to be. Yep. They're both very good players, but, you know, they can't, they can't seem to punch through deeper and – I, I don't know. It's interesting now because you've got a coach that's hired and no general manager. Yeah. And uh, I always think that's, that's <laughs> ass backwards. <laughs> right. And, you know, like, but in Vancouver, uh, back in the day, um, you know, they had a Lamvino as the head coach. Mike Gillis took over as a general manager and they interviewed and did stuff for about two weeks before he was, um, before he was hired mm-hmm. or rehired or yeah. kept on, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And ended up going to a Stanley Cup final. It can work. Um, also, too, uh, Claude Giroux says the booze that the Flyers got at home may have hurt them. Do you have any comment to this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I was scrounging the headlines, all right? Um, yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah, it's always, it would be better. It would be, you know, it's less than ideal if your home crowd's not booing you. But, yeah. you know, uh. I, I don't know. They They couldn't get enough saves to stay in the series and – you know, I, 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 at some point, that merry-go-round's got to stop. But they, they're flipping goalies off their left and right. They just fly off the merry-go-round, and it's not enough to win for yeah. them. Carter Hart, please hurry up. Um, well, he's Yeah, but he's 20 next year. You know, if yeah. they're expecting him, and I know they're not, to carry the ball, then right. they're going to be in trouble. Uh, draft lottery is this Saturday. I hope for your hometown city, Vancouver. That the Canucks move up, right? They, they, nobody's been burned more by this lottery than the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, they've uh, <laughs> they've taken it in the teeth. A couple oh of boy! Times. Oh boy! And so I'm not, um, you know, I'm not going to follow it. I'll follow it on Twitter. I'll be out doing something else. But yeah. um, you know, they're spreading it out over two intermissions to try and keep people engaged. And I saw that. Yeah. I, don't know, I wish the event could be more fun. Yeah, because it's just 16 guys sitting in a suit <laughs> looking really. Right. and bored and stuff and um you know i don't know i don't i don't find it entertaining yeah i just i just i look i don't even like the canucks or whatever but god they've 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 been screwed over by this thing let's give them let's hope they win it i mean that's well, i'll all. tell you there's a lot of teams that are hoping for rasmus Dahlin. right right and he and in your opinion he steps in right to the league next year like right away oh, yeah. no question yeah without no a doubt question yeah, yeah you've he's uh he's a fabulous prospect you have been he's talking about him for a while David. yeah He's the Matthews McDavid of defensemen. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ray. Well, um, we're going to try to do this when you're in Denmark. We'll see how your schedule is. See how it works yeah, out. we should be able to figure something out from there and check in on the playoffs and the World Championships. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, good luck to your Golden Knights tonight. Go and uh, yeah. make, make yourself noticed. Wife is currently probably painting her face as we speak. So 
Um, well, there you go. Make, I, make yourself notice, though. Jump on the ice. Do something you know notable. Can I can I borrow some money, Ray? Because these playoffs are killing me. Killing me. Well, no, see, <laughs> I wouldn't even know because. Right. When's know, the last when time you bought a game, ticket? I, I when, get a great seat. When is the last time you bought a, uh, an NHL ticket? Uh, last time I bought one was uh, when I went to watch Landon. Oh, okay. All right. Just like a regular guy. Yeah. Regular guy sat there. Actually, I had to pay for my family too. It was outrageous. Oh, and um, uh, but um, as far as just going to a game, I mean, I go to a, I go to seventy a year, but I stand between the benches. So yeah, I, I'm very fortunate that way. Yeah, absolutely. What I don't get though, let me allow just for this before we go. What I don't understand is, so this is new for me because when we had season tickets for for when I went to, when I was a Winnipeg fan they they, they sucked when I grew up in Winnipeg, living in Winnipeg and then Anaheim I had half season tickets and we went to a couple of playoff games but didn't didn't get all into it so Vegas is like hey everybody your half season ticket member t- playoff tickets go on sale on this day and time and you need to be there because you're going to get blocked out of tickets and blah 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 but we don't know your schedule yet so I'm bought tickets, not knowing the dates of the games and what I'm doing in my life at that moment. Okay. Yeah, I, that, I see. I don't even know how that all works. Right. Sound very good. I'm 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 uh, I'm blowing off some steam here because we have tickets on Saturday. I have to be in Salt Lake City. I don't know what's going to happen to these expensive tickets, right? And I had to buy them though because otherwise I'd miss out. Literally, they're gone. Right, right. And and I don't have a schedule, so I. Yeah, I see, that seems that seems a little odd to me. <laughs> that seems backwards in your in your move in your yeah. world. So in, in in my in my you know, hey, come and buy tickets to dinner. Yeah, what day? Can't tell you. Can't tell you. Yeah. So I I'm so pissed off of this process a little bit. I'm just like, oh. Well, just go and enjoy it tonight. Then. Uh, I will. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. As usual, uh, Ray, have fun in Denmark. Travel safe. Uh, please check yep. the, check out the show wherever you get podcasts from. Send in questions at Paul Pocky, and uh, and thanks, Ray. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll see everybody next week. Yeah, enjoy, people. Uh, cheer for your team. Let us know what you don't like, what you want to hear about, and uh, we'll be back at it. I I don't know sometime in the next week or so.